Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon, and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. Brother Michael, how you doing? Greetings, my friends. How are you, Shannon? I'm hey, good. Hey, I'm, I'm doing pretty good, pretty my friend. Good. Uh, doing great. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome aboard. Hope you had a great weekend. We're excited to be here. Kick off the week with uh, Michael Basham. He's live with us. Today's Monday, July 24th, 2023. He does... Strange O'Clock Broadcast, um, Spirit Wars. You can find him online at faithbucks.com, and we're going to get started. Michael, you want to open us in prayer? Yes, sir. Please, thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Well, thank you, Lord, for this time. Bless this talk, Lord. Bless our friends and family all around the world listening to this from the top of a tippy top of a beautiful mountain which I find myself today looking out into this valley. I pray that we'll be able to see the mountain peaks ahead prophetically and and now analyzing the, the information that's coming out. We ask for a bubble of protection around Taiwan today, that uh, the hand of the enemy would be kept back from starting some crazy shenanigans there. We ask for your will be done in this country in Indonesia, in Russia, and Ukraine, and Japan, and China, and from every top of the mountain of every part of this planet, I'm putting out the signal, and so is Shannon, and we just, we give you this day, we give you uh, the, the, our destinies, our lives, our souls even, Lord, we just are yours, and we thank you, and just guide our tongues, and bless this, this remaining part of the transmission, and hallelujah, brother. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And uh, we're going to get into some crazy things as usual, but um, how is the transmission going so far, Shannon? I just oh. uh, popped in at the very last moment. You are, <laughs> coming, last show, you are coming through everything, great. Everything work out? Everything's good. Um, it reminds me uh, of the right. early days of Omega Man Radio when everything was just on telephone. It actually is nostalgic. I like it. Um, <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> You know, we're going back to our roots, literally, in this program. And uh, today, Omega Man is drinking watermelon uh, with lime or strawberry. Uh, there's a great recipe. Get a watermelon, cut it up, put the chunks in a blender, cut up some strawberry and throw in some lime juice. Mix it up and try that one on a hot day. Great drinks. That is so. That sounds so good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hey Michael! Oh my gosh! Nothing like. I'm gonna flip you the mic. So you can hear me, okay? You're yeah, coming I'm, through. I mean, good. I could try internet, but I mean, if no. as long as you can understand what I'm saying, I think we'll just do. No, you're on, and um, I, you're you're good. Everything's good. Um, before you take it and run with it, my brother Damon is inbound from Atlanta, and uh, he went the long way to get to Bali. Well, He's he flew from Atlanta, ended up in Japan and Tokyo, 
and he's working his way over. He's in Thailand, and he's coming into Bali tomorrow. But, uh, hey, he told me something strange uh, about Tokyo. First time over there. He um, he struck off on the street, and he said he walked uh, all over the town there. <laughs> walked about six okay. miles. And um, he was looking for a place to eat, and he said he ran across a lot of restaurants with a sign. It said, no foreigners allowed. And I said, what? Huh? He said, yeah, man. He said, I felt like a black man in Alabama in the 60s. Uh, I felt discrimination. I said, are you kidding me? He said, yeah, they weren't all like that, but there was a number of them that said, no foreigners allowed. What's up with that? I hope that was a typo, because the Japanese, their English, not so good. No, I... But um, in Tokyo, I looked never it expect... I mean, yeah, apparently there's some growing racism over there. And he said, literally, uh, no foreigners allowed. There are restaurants that are off limits. So I know you had lived in Asia a number of years. I just was curious if you'd ever encountered anything like that. I said, man, that's kind of strange. Um, I've only ever seen that, like, if they if they did a typo or, I mean, they, they wouldn't be able to get away quite with that much that's that's pretty crazy <laughs> but um it could have to do with the chinese i know there's a lot of chinese kind of taken over and most of the crime is uh the chinese immigrants oh really so i mean there's hardly anybody from like any muslim countries or third world other than ah. some poor chinese that are you know so, okay. um, but even that I, I don't think they could okay. get away with saying like no foreigners allowed unless it was just a typo or but you know, there's some there's something to that because the Japanese they don't want a war with China, but they also don't want to go and defend Taiwan if there's a big uh, standoff yeah. right now. So that's that is huge. Very interesting. That is huge. We'll talk about it. But yes. Yeah. Thank you for, for sharing that. Yeah, I thought it was odd. Um, he said there were some people that very you know very nice, respectful, and he said there's others that were just rude. You know, so I don't know. I've never been to Japan, but uh, I'm still willing to go over there and and wing it sometime. Uh, everybody, welcome aboard. Michael, the mic is yours. Take it away, my friend. Sir, yes, sir. All right, everybody, let's get all pumped up. You guys, get your get your jumping jacks. Let's do 50 push-ups. All right, do some burpees. I have Aaron V. Cox in the chat, uh, Coast Guard veteran, and fellow Spirit Wars compadre. Oh, there he is. Fellow uh, Tony Floyd fan. Just want to put a shout-out to him. Let me turn off the microphone here. Captain Cox. <laughs> We salute you. Now drop and give me 20. you got to stay in combat shape, just as Michael and, uh, said. That's right. The Warfare Warrior, I'm actually in the chat today, so I'll, I'll be able to check in every once in a while. But uh, we have a lot of headlines to just steamroll through, if that's okay. And Take it. Roll I with it. I have some interesting kind of weird miracles with Japanese spiritual warfare in Taiwan and stuff. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try to get, get this all in one hour. But... Um, Hallelujah. All right. Well, you know, you can't really trust the news these days anymore. It's really getting out of control with not just artificial intelligence, but uh, these these uh, left-wing outlets have pretty much taken over all of the mainstream big news. So it's getting harder and harder sometimes to even verify. But usually when you see something like a Taiwanese ammo dump exploding. And this only just happened a few hours before. So I don't, I don't expect everybody to pick it up yet, but um, Hal Turner radio picked it up and it was in, I had to do a little more digging and it was, Oh, okay. Taiwan news has it. So it's an ammo dump that supposedly has uh, a large amount of their, well, ammo that would severely shorten the amount of time that Taiwan could defend itself against the Chinese invasion. So kind of a big deal. Not too many people talking about that right now. And I just got off the phone with a buddy of mine in Taiwan who has been able to land a job with one of the most rich families, the richest families in Taiwan, kind of like a Trump family or something. And he's tutoring, but he is in super warfare with just people that are pushing buttons and playing politics and trying to, to get him out of there so that they can dominate and control and just trying to control this rich family through their kids. But this guy is a Christian. He's, he's a missionary at heart and he's just been texting me even last night. He's just like, please pray for, please pray. I need you to pray. Please pray for, for me. And we did, we prayed over the phone 
and just gave the whole thing to God and the whole, the, the positioning of his people like Daniel, like Joseph in a household like that, where he's sitting down with, it's like sitting down with Trump Jr. or, you know, uh, mini Trump, what's his giant seven foot tall son's name. He's right there <laughs> able to influence. So you don't, you don't know where God might put you and how these connections are made. This guy is a friend of mine. Uh, I don't know if I can say his name or his business or anything, but absolutely meeting him through a miracle. Oh, okay. Well, if Omega man says it's okay, then it's probably fine. But Justin Lewis, <laughs> whose <laughs> podcast we've done nature hub and naturehub.com, uh, really great guy, super awake to like the vaccines killing people, which, uh, I guess we can talk about cause we're not on YouTube. Um, does a, a worldwide, uh, unvaxxed global telegram group, both in Chinese and Japanese and English, hundreds of thousands of subscribers. So a, an entrepreneur, humble guy, but then you have this ammo dump exploding today, which how often does that happen? And especially when tensions are this high, and I'm not saying China's about to invade, but it's like one of those, it just takes one or two of those little things to where you see them with their finger on the trigger, obviously sabotage. It was in Geelong, so uh, South Taiwan-ish, Middle Taiwan. But, you know, you gotta, we got to pay attention to these kind of things. And um, if the Chinese were going to invade, that would be the, the kind of sabotage that they would conduct. And if, if they were to invade, Taiwan couldn't fight for longer than a week before running out of ammo and losing. And already we see uh, the liar in chief saying, well, you know, we, we, we stand with Taiwan, which is like, wait, that probably means the opposite, right? If you're saying something that probably, you know, if you said the sky was blue, I would go outside and check to make sure it wasn't orange. And of course, our great uh, commander in chief's sentence about America, America stands and sums up in, in one word, in sum of America. Pause a little bit long, too long. Pause. Direct quote. So these are the people that are in charge, supposedly, and the rest of the world is looking at this like, okay, this is a total clown show. When do we get to take over? Because she, Xi Jinping, you know, Winnie the Pooh, President of China, he ain't playing. He ain't playing. You know, Putin, Putin, Putin he he ain't playing around. These guys mean business. These guys are willing to go to war and lose hundreds of thousands of their own men. And China is raring to bite Taiwan. Like they always think of it like uh, communist chairman Mao used to call Taiwan the little worm that the, the big chicken of China, because China kind of looks like a chicken, was about to gobble up. So just be in prayer for Taiwan. I'm not saying that it's World War III imminent or anything, but these are the kind of things that should keep us out of our little bubble of how am I going to pay my rent? And by the way, get chickens, get goats. I mean, I look at my goats and don't tell anybody, but you know, I look at those six goats running around pooping everywhere. And it's like, that's about a month's worth of protein for our entire family right there. If we have to, you know, go without meat for a while, all the beyond impossible meat, all of that stuff that they're pushing right now is being exposed is incredibly unhealthy the uh, the bug protein that they're pushing in Germany, they already have to eat that stuff in school. Incredibly bad for you. And it's also falling apart. But there, it doesn't mean they're not going to go ahead and push forward that whole program. And so I live my life thinking, okay, there could be an invasion of Taiwan. There could be an eventual total lockdown, shutdown. That's why I'm standing in one of the most beautiful places I've ever been right now in the top of the mountains with my family and enduring a lot of spiritual warfare. Now, for you guys who haven't heard me talk before, uh, I'm the kind of clownish son of the son of Don Basham. So my dad, a preacher's kid, raised me, and I'm surrounded by classical musicians, uh, lots of humor all the time. So, you know, I just got raised a little bit different. So I'm sorry if I don't sound Christian enough for y'all. God took me out of uh, America and threw me into the middle of Asia land, gave me a heart for Japan, gave me a desire to learn Japanese, and found that there is a lot of stuff that nobody ever told me about growing up in the church system. So I'm still kind of sorting that out, but 
you know, we have a lot of mutual friends. Omega Man has interviewed uh, Jim Croft, Sharon Croft. Uh, I had the pleasure of interviewing her as well for my show. Omega Man is really the reason that I started doing this, uh, this concept of being a missionary online. After you've done mission work in the physical world and you see how little you can really get done, especially like in communist China, if you're a white guy, uh, it's opposite racism there. Everybody wants you to join their English school or be in their TV commercial. or So you stand out. And doing actual mission work as an American in China is very slow going. So to be able to go online and just post something and see thousands of comments on a TikTok video, I made a crazy one about spiritual warfare in other dimensions in Japan. True story. I'll share that in a minute. But the Internet is a big mission field, guys. And uh, we've been collaborating with Change the Clock podcast into Camp Herman podcast that just recorded a show yesterday, reaching into the fringe Christian networks of uh, the people that know about Nephilim, aliens, giants, Book of Enoch, all that stuff, what to do if you're being abducted by aliens, how the name of Jesus stops an alien invasion, that kind of stuff. I'm not the expert, but we get those experts on. And they've been doing it for 20 years. Michael Heiser, a lot of people, a lot of people follow him now. After he died, he's become a legend. So all this data and where do you, how do you sort through it? Well, we build communities. And so one of the things I've been doing with the Fringe Radio Network and, and great men like Omega Man and your audience and uh, Aaron B. Cox in the chat blowing up, just going for it, uh, is we're building small communities of warriors. And instead of one person being the leader, like, oh, come to me, although there are those people. Um, I just had a really, really interesting warfare dream with Alex Jones I want to share as well. You know, if you're an Alex Jones or a Trump or a Ron DeSantis or somebody that's put in a position of power, then God will use that. And it says he raises up kings and he puts kings down. So it's it's not like that doesn't mean you're better than everybody else. It just means, okay, you're in that position. Now what are you going to do? So, but at the same time, these other shows, we're like the smaller cogs that can operate the bigger machines and push the bigger cogs. So you guys listening, you know, you are absolutely vital because we don't have time to listen to very many things being broadcasters. And it's, uh, we are driven really by the listeners and, you know, the people power, the prayer power of you guys, the spirit warriors. Very, very awesome. So, Hallelujah. So just, just because I mentioned these two dreams, I better get, jump into that. And then there's a ton of other news, obviously, and just scriptures. I mean, guys, the Bible is so key to everything right now. So just find a way to turn off the dang computer things and turn off the screens and start spending time with the Word of God and let the Word open up new avenues in your soul and your mind. Because things are getting crazy out there right now, everybody. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting distracted by this weird moth that looks amazing. Hallelujah. Well, first of all, uh, to just finish up the Taiwan arc right now, uh, yesterday I had a, a little weird experience. Steve Quayle found this article from two years ago, and it was about this Japanese boulder that apparently has been imprisoning a demon for a thousand years and this boulder suddenly cracked open and now all the Japanese are really spooked. This is the fox demon with nine tails. If anybody knows their Japanese mythology, it's uh, a killer demoness that um, is apparently possibly now released. So great. Anybody uh, else have that on their bingo card for the end of the world. You got the evil, beautiful, demoness murderer woman with the nine tails of the fox being released. So I thought that was an interesting article. And it was like, hmm, okay, fine. I'm doing my, my jobs, which usually my jobs are all like I can uh, work in privacy and listen to whatever I want. <clears throat> Going through old prophetic journals, having the computer read to me as I work, um, I pulled up a random one from Taiwan. And when you live in Taiwan, you feel like the spirit realm is just right there. It's so tangible because people everywhere believe in ghosts. 
even if you're a rich business owner, you'll still put out incense for ghosts during ghost month. There's just idols all over the place. There's that sense of a grimy, dirty spirit of a very ancient Chinese religion, Buddhism and uh, Taoism, a lot of idolatry. I'm sure Shannon can, can uh, echo that fact, being in Indonesia. So, you know, when you're there, you pray and you get visions and you prophesy as a weapon, not as, oh, I'm the great prophet. I'm going to teach everybody. No, you, you learn that every day I need to have the scriptures at hand. I need to hear from God today. And it's like t- taking out a rocket launcher and, and using it in battle. So on this specific time, like 10 years ago, I had this open vision that I just started writing down and it was kind of an out of body vision, but it wasn't like physical. So don't worry, I'm not a shaman or whatever, but we call them spirit wars. And Tony Floyd and I were the first people to meet each other and really do these things. And we thought we were the only crazy ones. And then Aaron B. Cox came along and all these other people started finding us. But essentially it's just in prayer, in, in speaking in tongues, allowing the Lord to just throw some little image bombs into the prophetic mix. This specific one I've never shared, but it was just so out there and weird. And I guess I used to be a lot more crazy 10 years ago, but it was about time traveling into ancient Japan and having some kind of a soul signature with like a, a spirit or person at the time who was open enough that we could like use as a base in that period of time, like a quantum leap kind of thing, or, you know, name your sci-fi could be a doctor who episode. And then uh, going from there, having these night visions from ancient Japan and doing battle with ancient demons and demon gods of Japan. <laughs> I, mean, I wrote all this down in a little notebook. It probably bored out of my mind in class or something. Not that it was such open vision. Oh, I, I spirit traveled. I did it. I just, I had the goofy guts to write down a prayer like that. And minutes after opening a random article from Steve Quayle about the demon fox god, literally like the exact same thing pops out. And I don't do that kind of stuff anymore, usually, except in dreams. Uh, and I'm about to share another one. But it got me thinking, because then that night, I got a phone call from Japan, from Taiwan, and it's literally like the, the Richter scale of the spirit is going off the charts with my friend there. And he's just begging me, please pray, please pray, Basham. We got to pray, pray for Taiwan, pray for me, pray for this. I'm in this like Trump tower of Taipei and I don't know what to do. And they're coming after me. And, you know, I got people trying to, you know, get me out of there. So, uh, and we lift up Justin in prayer. We know that God has him there for a reason. And if God wants him out of there, he'll get him out of there. Now we have the ammo dump exploding this article about a Japanese fox goddess demon coming out. So guys, watch out. You know, if you see a woman with nine tails coming at you at night, any spirit like that at night, just rebuke it. That's the, uh, um, the sexual seki or the killing stone, which was destroyed. They even said, Oh, you can't even touch the stone. It's so powerful. Well, I won't get into all the Japanese mythology, but it's just, that's the kind of thing that when you live in those countries, you just, sense palpably those things and spirit travel is not like astral projection or remote viewing or spirit travel requires space and you always feel crazy while you're doing it and then only later sometimes 10 years later you'll get a glimpse of a confirmation that it was true so i'm not recommending people start doing seances or whatever it just has nothing to do with that but in Japan and China, and if you're open to like God just doing any random thing in your life, don't be surprised if you wake up and you've had this encounter, almost like an off-planet type of thing happen. All kinds of things are possible. So that was the, the Japanese um, kind of weird uh, experience. And I, you know, I don't know where, where you guys are at with this. I'm not a big like theologian or anything. I think there's a lot of gray area in the Bible for this. I've been researching orthodoxy versus Catholicism versus Protestantism. I was raised Protestant, but it turns out that the Orthodox Christians actually have prayer for the dead. Like when somebody dies that they, you know, just seal their soul or whatever. And they don't obsess over it like the Asians do. But I just wonder theologically, you know, how are we going to go and, and, how is the gospel preached throughout time to the people in these countries, like in pre-missionary Japan or pre-missionary China, 
how do those people get a chance to receive Jesus or not? I mean, it's just a normal question that a little kid could even ask. And so I've been musing on that for some time because I've spent 20 years out there. And some of the theories I think are kind of cool. Like, I mean, time travel back in time and preach the gospel to these people somehow in the spirit or whatever. Um, Fight the ancient demon gods and stop the soul trafficking. I mean, this stuff is, this stuff is coming out guys and they're disguising it as technology, but it's coming out that, you know, they're about to release technology and they're saying, well, we're researching it. Well, no, they're actually beginning to do, um, a kind of post-human future where they cyborg everybody and they start to interface your brain with the machines. And this is stuff they're saying, oh, well, we're just researching it. No, they've had this for a long time. And people that have been in these programs, super soldier programs, you name it, have uh, leaked that information for a long time. So that was the Taiwan thing. And I think if we can just um, be in prayer for Asia land, I call it Asia land because it's just like this big soup of all these different Asian countries. I can't even keep track of them all. Carlos, good to see you, Carlos. And uh, Captain Cox says an EMP more than likely not going to happen. The loser Farians don't want their precious electricity and internet knocked out. Well, they're, they're going to try to cordon off everybody into, you know, metaverseville, faith death world. So that's why, again, we need to build these smaller communities. We need to have shortwave radio, everything. Get your own um, account on <clears throat> Gilbert House Fellowship. That's Gilbert house like Derek Gilbert that is a really good community of Christians praying Christians aware Christians you know they understand the book of Enoch all of that I would recommend going and and working with people like him instead of spending all your time on a Facebook so switching gears again I know the time goes by so fast whenever I get on here it's like oh my gosh I get to talk to a million audience so many people to talk to they're so cool um Switching gears again, and also just keeping in mind that the news is lying to you about the Russia-Ukraine thing. They're, they're starting to really, really lose. Um, and within 24 hours, uh, according to a report from Gateway Pundit, usually Gateway Pundit is not lying. Russia is telling us from Gateway Pundit, 15 Leopard tanks, 20 Bradley tanks destroyed in 24 hours. <laughs> there's video of just graveyards of these tanks that we've been sending over there. So it's just obviously like a big scam. All the money is being unchecked. Nobody knows where the money went. The Russians are smart. They just, they did that fake coup thing. All that did was move Wagner to the North of Kiev. And now they're training all the um, Belarusian tr- troops. So <laughs> it's like, you guys really that dumb. You're going to go along with this. And now when it's all in the open, are you going to say you were wrong? No, of course not. You're going to double down and say, good thing I got my fifth booster shot and I helped to fight for homosexuals in Ukraine and I will die for their right to do whatever they want with their danglings. You know, this is the thing. People can't admit they were wrong. It's a pride thing. And, you know, the Bible talks about a high and haughty look that the Lord hates. He hates that haughtiness of man, the pride of life, you know, the cares of this world that choke out the seeds of God. He's trying to give you the keys to the universe and you're choosing just to cover your butt and pretend like you knew something. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't that. Come on. But again, we, we need to maintain this perspective that we are missionaries for God, wherever we go, whoever we talk to, no matter how liberal or gay or, worldly or cosmopolitan or a a humble, beautiful, simple, pure child that's just so innocent that doesn't know any of this stuff, you have an opportunity to share the love of God. And my prayer, just before we switch into more scary news, is that all of you guys, that we would, 2 Corinthians, now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ and makes manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. So you've got the victory of Jesus everywhere you go. <clears throat> and you've got the manifest savor of his knowledge. That's the, the knowledge of his 
goodness of his existence. It says the entrance of thy word bringeth light. The word that was given to me this morning is I share an interesting, um, another dream that just happened about a few hours ago, wherever you go, you have the opportunity to bring the manifestation of the, the knowledge of God, but you have to yourself be there with God being trained up with God. And you might feel like a nobody. I mean, every day I feel like I got to scrape myself up from the pavement and then God has to remind me who I am. I need to hear from him first thing. And oftentimes the day starts without you. If you're anything like me, it's like, Oh, what, what are we doing? Oh my gosh. Oh, I forgot. Oh dear Lord Jesus. We're okay. We're doing it. So try to find that time alone with God, find a, a way to just hide and spend time in the, in his presence. And then you'll get your own very own time traveling starship to go back in time and fight Japanese demons. No, I don't recommend that. I just, I spent so much time there. I have all kinds of weird stories like that. I went to the Infowars studios in, in the spirit this morning and uh, that's Alex Jones, love him or hate him. I just have listened to them for so long. It's like a, it's like a second nature. So, Oh, I'm here again. Okay. And I don't remember everything that, was said or spoken, but kind of like a quantum leap episode. Like you just find yourself in this position and I was working with them and I was talking to different people in the crew and uh, Alex Jones comes in and it's in this office building, this dream, I'm in a dream guys, just a dream game, but in this office building and it's before the show starts and Alex is kind of talking to different people and people are doing different things. And then I'm one of the crew or something like I'm a part of their their group. One of them even said the name of my show. He's like, Oh yeah. Uh, it's kind of like this or that. Or it's like, you know, an episode of your show spirit force. It was like, he was getting used to the names like the spirit force. I'm like, Oh wow. They know about my show. Cool. And, um, next thing I know, uh, we're doing all this different menial stuff. There were, for some reason they were getting chicken. So whatever <laughs> it's a dream, but I, w- I was in a mode of prayer and also wanting to talk to Alex, like, look, you know, I've had dreams with you before, and these dreams had to do with your security. They had to do with uh, different issues with your perimeter around your house and areas where snipers could be posted to shoot your family and stuff like that. And I was thinking about telling him that, but I didn't. It was like the dream was so real that I didn't know it was a dream. I thought it was real. So I'm in a dream about to tell Alex Jones about other dreams that I've had with them. So, but just kind of there, you know, trying to get used to being there and like getting used to being there. And uh, suddenly I go into the bathroom. I'm like, I need to just, I need to pray. Like I really need to pray. And so I went into this bathroom, shut the door. And as soon as I did, I was kneeling down and I started speaking in tongues, you know, and if you guys don't have the gift of speaking in tongues, it's just ask for it. Just get the Holy spirit, start speaking in that language. It's like a baby language at first. But the more you do it, it's like uncorking a bottle or like unplugging a, a, a plugged up uh, sewer system. And you start to flow and the water starts to, to become clean. And it's just this. You might just be like mumbling like some. You're like, what am I doing? I sound like a freaking retard now. But if you keep doing it, all the great teachers that I've known, Ern Baxter and Derek Prince and Don Basham and so many leaders and great people that have been on this show. Um, teach, just learn how to just get rid of your pride and speak in tongues. So I try to do it as much as I can every day. Uh, I'm not going to try to show off for you guys. You know, I don't want to make you all jealous. You know, my gifts, you know, Whoa. I'm being snarky. I don't usually have those amazing manifestations or like people like spoke in tongues and somebody was like, how did you know my ancient language? I must know Jesus now. I don't usually have that, but the spirit is like the internet. It's like, you just plug in, connect up, put in the password, speak in tongues. It's your Wi-Fi router connection password. Like the, the enemy can't track what you're doing. It's your VPN. It's, it's how you connect in and then boom, stuff can happen. So I'm speaking in tongues by the toilet in Infowars studios in the bathroom. And as soon as I do, the toilet starts to overflow and it's more than just the toilet. It's like the entire pipe system just exploded. And all of this water and feces and like green, goopy, swampy, putrid liquid started to just emit and covered the whole floor of the bathroom. I barely got out of there in time. 
still speaking in tongues. I'm like, whoa. And the next thing I know, the whole floor is getting covered with this crap. Pretty easy to interpret what that might mean in the in the spirit. You know, the swamp, you name it, the, the enemies coming after InfoWars, we need to pray. And I, that was pretty much the dream. But I noticed, uh, and we were trying to figure out, like, okay, where is this coming from? And I was like, okay, well, maybe we need to go downstairs, and I'll check underneath, and blah, blah, blah. And it was just emergency mode. But I was there. I was speaking in tongues. I was praying this, this water main exploded or some kind of sewage pipe exploded. And it wasn't just sewage. It was like this green, really bright neon green, like almost radioactive. So, I mean, the enemy has his targets set on those guys. And I'm not saying you got to listen to them all the time, but pray guys pray realize that you know i'll bet you most people in that studio they don't have time to sit and pray in tongues all day so we are the spirit force we're the spiritual warriors we can go in there and we can just be the prayer cover anyway i just i wanted to share that because i think if you start to uh, pay attention to your dreams a little bit more you're going to start noticing when god is doing stuff that's outside the box that's really like stuff that you wouldn't normally even think about. You would just be like, okay, that's interesting. But once you actually dive in and you begin to like open up the possibility of, well, God could actually, if he wanted to, he could take me to the dark side of the moon right now and go to some, you know, astronaut base that they have there probably secretly and pray with the astronauts. I mean, why not? Like he does it in the Bible all the time. The Christian church is so watered down and so afraid of being new age that they don't ever get anything done. And I mean, if we can just break free from those religious bonds, God has got stuff for you that does not make sense in this world. But why would he give that to me? Well, uh, well, maybe there's this AI thing that's about to take everything over. Maybe the uh, Russian war is about to uptick into nuclear fallout as NATO just does not want to back down. I mean, maybe China is about to take over Taiwan and shut down the entire infrastructure of the entire planet. Everything with an on-off switch is basically not going to get uh, not going to get made if that happens. People don't realize how important little worm Taiwan is <laughs> to the whole planet. Meanwhile, people are distracted. I mean, even in this town, in the mountains, people are just fuming and, and insanely, you know, distracted with just one transvestite that showed up in the government community center bathroom in the ladies' restroom. And so all this energy is spent dealing with that. I know that's important. And then, oh, we got to deal with the homeless issue. Well, how about what's getting them homeless? What about the mess that's been coming in? Which the history of that is China 100 years ago, more than 100 years ago, was felled by opium addictions and what do you see in america now opium dens everywhere every single street has a vape shop on it in america everywhere you go is a tattoo shop and then there's a vape shop i mean that's our culture now that's the economy is and that can't be natural <laughs> this is, there's no way that everybody that's all they do is go to the vape shop and then go get a tattoo <laughs> but it's very dystopic and if you know history you know that that's the the mark at the very end of a civilization is this kind of thing. And the same happened with Rome. Rome was obsessed with entertainment. Uh, they had their shows. They had their plays, as St. Augustine called them. And the government was insane. Uh, Brian Gadawa, that we interviewed on Strange O'Clock, wrote a book about just kind of piecing together the fall of Rome and how narrow he wanted to get rid of the Christians, blame, blame them on burning down Rome, and then also just pretty much burn it down so that he could rebuild it. Like he had this, this whole plan in the back of his mind. What are we seeing right now? Weird fires burning through areas of California that came out of nowhere, but didn't touch certain streets, but then destroyed a lot of uh, area that somebody had interest in burning down. What do we see in California now? Numerous spots, fires starting. Those fires are still going apparently, and they want them to never stop. So it's like a whole year of Canada fires. Yeah, that's normal. So the same thing is happening worldwide that happened in China, the takedown of a Chinese empire. 5,000 years old, they used opioids. The same thing that Nero did, uh, burning down pretty much his own um, city. 
And I, I mean, they didn't really come back after that, but you know, they had plans to, I guess. It's like, well, we'll just come back and we'll take it back over. No, like America's going down, guys. And it's not like every city's going to be nuked, but the, the place that America used to have, and we used to say this all the time, the last thing we have in America is the dollar. And now that's going away. So I don't know what your plan is, but it better not be that America's number one. I mean, the dollar is being destroyed by design. We've been talking about this for decades, many people for many decades. So we're at the point now where it's like, okay, this is happening. All the conspiracies came true. I'm racking my brain trying to find the conspiracies that haven't come true yet. There's like still a bunch of them. But, you know, get out there, be a missionary. Uh, don't lose hope. Be aware of, of the things that are going on and why talk about it? Oh, you already talked about this before. Well, uh, because it's, it's the power of the spoken word, especially if you have faith, especially if you believe in the Lord and you believe in what, what Jesus does to defeat the Antichrist is he just opens his mouth and the sword comes out and destroys the beast. That's our Lord. You can't beat this thing, but you can protect your family. You can um, at least be the guy at the dinner table that says the uncomfortable thing. You're like, hey, guess what? Chemtrails aren't a conspiracy anymore. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Um, it's totally SRM now. Solar radiation modification is the name that they're calling it now. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, geoengineering, and they're just trying to cool off the earth. And, uh, you know, yeah, that's just that's what they've been doing. So SRM? Oh, okay. That doesn't sound as scary as chemtrails. But the videos are all coming out. They're circulating everywhere. Instagram, TikTok, you have people that are posting these, like, footage I've never seen before of just obviously playing, just dumping chemicals. You know, no ice, ice residue that melts after a few seconds. It's just chemicals. And, I mean, we don't really know what they're doing with 5G, with all the weird nanotechnology and the vaccines. It just it gets overwhelming. And then as soon as people seem to kind of have figured out, okay, there is myocarditis and there's uh, these rubbery substances that people are finding in hearts. I mean, I just had a friend. I met him a few weeks ago, had pizza with him. He was in his mid-50s, died suddenly in his wife's arms uh, two days ago. Weirdest thing ever. Like, the amount of death that's happening. I mean, you guys have seen it too, right? Like, doesn't everybody have just mysteriously uncle so-and-so died or my cousin is in... Um, fourth stage cancer, you know, it's just all these different things are happening at the same time. But do not let your hearts be troubled, my friends. It says in the Bible, you know, you believe in God, believe also in me. Uh, Captain Cox says that some people believe George, George Sr. didn't die from natural causes. Yeah, there's, there's a lot, see, but the thing about that is uh, there is all these these people here say like, okay, well, Tom Tom Hanks, you know, he was at Gitmo, and oh, you know, Hillary Clinton was seen with an ankle bracelet, and see, that's a distraction. Your whole focus turns into just that, and like the movie The Pope's Exorcist, which is kind of a scary movie, but it was a good movie. The you know Russell Crowe with his Italian accent, the devil is is trying to distract you. You must see where. The devil does not want you to fight. He does not want you to hurt him. He does not heal. You pray, and he has no patience. He has no patience. You will keep praying, and you will leave. Excellent performance about an exorcist. It's an exorcist movie, so there's a lot of demons. You know, you but, just uh, gave me an idea. Um, uh-huh. You know, as Alex Jones said, this whole QAnon thing very well was a, a psyop to get people complacent and just trust the system and not do anything and that's very possible um, I do believe we need to vote and uh, a thought occurred to me uh, you, you've been watching probably the news about um, RFK Jr they were censoring him at a meeting on s- censorship and what uh, Deborah Wasserman who's a uh, Clintonite really foul wicked lady and some others out there kept uh interrupting rfk jr as he's trying to speak it was it was so uh disrespectful but what's new yeah those people don't play fair a thought occurred to me though anybody who's a patriot who loves america and i'm especially talking to those who voted for trump 
uh, and did vote at least and tried you know, to turn this thing around, even though the election was stolen. I think everybody out there ought to go out there and vote for uh, RFK Jr. during the Democratic primaries, whether you're Republican, Democrat, or, or, or you're nothing. Uh, what's the other group out there? I'm sorry, the um, you know, Independent. I think, is this possible? Could we all vote for RFK Jr. to displace uh, Biden? And then, you know, you can choose if you want RFK Jr. or Trump to win, and you vote for whoever you want. But uh, this Biden dude, his administration's got to go. And could we do that? Could we all vote Democrat and then come back around and vote Republican if you wanted to later? Is that possible? How does that work? Does that make sense what I said? I have no idea about that, but I'm, I don't see why not. It's... Because there's like, going to be, but in general, people should vote. Yeah, definitely. there's going to be a Democratic primary. So before RFK can could run against Trump, if if they allow Trump to run, he's got to run in the Democratic primary against uh, Joe Biden, right? And that's a vote. I really don't. I don't know a whole lot about how the system works, but okay. You might be on to something there, yeah. Shannon. Are you going to be able to vote from Indonesia? No. Listen, uh, I barely got to vote the last election. Now, I voted the last two elections for Trump. But um, I don't have a voter card anymore. And I don't have a voter card because I'm not a resident of any state. And as far as that goes, I can't even have a driver's license because I'm not a resident in the state. So I lost my voter card and my driver's license. And so I've been gone now seven years. Um, I've been gone so long that... uh, yeah, I won't be able to vote this next election unless I happen to go back and reestablish my residency in America. Even though I'm American, and I would be entitled to vote, but I don't maintain any residency. You see, there's some people that do, and they just you know go back and forth to two places. But uh, yeah, I lost all that privilege. Although that doesn't stop them from taxing me. And I was wondering, is there taxation without representation? Could I like sue the... The government and say you want me to pay in income tax, but you don't allow me to vote. That's like you know, um, you could uh, you could send people to war at eighteen, but they're not allowed to vote till twenty one. At least that's the old way it was. Back to you. Well, these things I think a lot of things get unnoticed, especially when you're out of the country, and there's um, probably something there. You know, I mean. At this point, the thing that the government is doing is so illegal that it's like you can just like throw a rock in any direction and find something that's like, yeah, that's not what they're allowed to do. I mean, the amount of money that they're just throwing at Ukraine or the, the ridiculous geoengineering things, the, the, the stuff going on with Pfizer. And how about that tornado? You know, that whole plant just got destroyed by a tornado. The odds of that are so slim. This is where, and I see Captain Cox's awesome uh, comments in here. It's really fun. To, you know, we're blowing up porcelain thrones, dude. Yeah, man, Anunnaki thrones. Yeah, destroying them. But, I mean, we need everybody at this point. We need everybody to, who's political to go run for office, who, who's had experience in the military, you know, get that discipline going and let's, you know, hut two, three, four, go and get everybody else like riled up you know if there's people that are complacent in your family just start praying for them but you know do whatever you can light, light a fire under their butt let's get up off of our tushes and and get moving whether you're in media or you're an artist or you're raising children or you're just a humble worker that but you have an earphone that you can listen to some of these podcasts and get into the fight um, go talk to your friends about it. share articles, text them, call them, call people up and then say, Hey, you've got to hear this video. Like I'm going to send it to you, but I just want to call you and tell you, you've got to see this. Uh, and in my case, you know, at this point, I'm not just, it's, it's like it started out. I had to listen to stuff to kind of keep going. You know, my early twenties, I've got to be like absorbing knowledge information. Uh, the, all these training manuals from the family, the Mo letters and books by GK Chesterton. I'd be just sucking up all this info. And then later on, it got to where it was like, I've got to do, now I've got to speak. I've got to be a teacher. I've got to be a, um, even if I'm just an entertainer at times, I've got to have my voice in the fight too. Then now it's like, I'm at the point where I want to be 
lighting fires everywhere. I'm looking at TikTokers. I'm emailing people. Uh, even some I don't completely agree with, but I see they're a fighter, and I'm like, hey, let's get you going podcasting. Um, you know, here's the microphone. You can use my show, Spirit Force. You know, you'll see I'm putting a lot of other names on there, and then here's your podcast if you want it or not. Like, boom. And I'm just, it's like, I can't stop. You know, Second Timothy 2 2. Go win disciples to train more disciples to train more disciples to train more disciples. And Captain Cox is one of those. He's been, he's been one of our, uh, Riding shotgun, helping blast some some interesting uh, information into the airwebs. I don't know if I'm allowed to share your YouTube channel, sir, but Absolutely. he does a lot of work on. Give it out here on the program. We'll promote any fellow patriot out there and their work because okay. this is a team effort. I mean, he, if he, I'm sure he wants, providing he uh, wants us to mention it, uh, gladly give it. Yeah, out. he'll he'll probably say in there, but. Um, and you, Omega Man, I mean, your concept of just becoming a living repository of faith, of these classic sermons and teachers and people that have been part of these ministries, I mean, that is my vision, too. It's like, we've got to just get the Word of God, speak my Word, give the microphone to other people that need to speak the Word, and, I mean, these are fighters that you have on every single day, and, you know, the humility for you to just share your platform and let people even goofballs like fashion coming on here and sharing crazy stories. It's just amazing. And I'm just letting you know that we're trying to do the same thing and we're starting to have breakthrough, um, a show that I've been listening to about, uh, human trafficking, the imagination podcast. They have a YouTube channel. One of their guests shows up in a prayer meeting in this tiny little town where we're just meeting for prayer. And I thought I knew her and I'm like, Hey, I've seen you here before. Right. She's like, no, I've never been here. Like, Oh, okay. Well, she's like, but I am MK ultra and SRA. Oh, okay. Um, uh, okay. And then she told me that she was on the imagination podcast. And of course, Oh my gosh, I'd seen you on that show. So it's like, we're making contact, physical contact. Now, uh, I got to meet, uh, my co-host with, uh, I should say I'm the co-host of uh, Strange O'Clock podcast the other day and just it's like we're having we're breaking through the fourth wall like when um, terrible uh, parallel but you know the scene in, in the movie The Ring where the girl comes through the TV and you know <laughs> with the hair and all that except it's heavenly it's an angel it's our spirits it's our our fellowship our unity so building platforms like yours using paid platforms like Spreaker MixLR uh, basically just having your own website, getting all the things, you know, putting out your Bitcoin, every way that people can support these operations. Uh, you've really led a lot of people, Omega Man, and you've really inspired people, including me, to get out there and start and start fighting. Michael, I like and, your I mean, concept. You I can talk. Listen, yeah. that is exciting what you're doing. Um, you're a recruiter. For the Lord in these end times, and uh, have you? Do you have? Um, what are you calling your your network? Because um, you need to have a network name. And as you sign these people on, um, right. ask them to put your main banner on their website or wherever their social media. Uh, you're truly creating a massive network. What is it called? Well, for lack of a better term, I mean the the experimental network would be called the spirit force okay. and underneath that would just be anybody and their brother that I can get to it's not necessarily professionally fine-tuned it's not like fringe radio network is like the really big shows and all the like yours like very professionally so you fine-tuned can, I'm you out there link. getting people that have never done this before to start and so it's yes tentatively just the spirit force okay so um, using speaker using um you know, through facebook.com, there's all the links there. It's like a but wired we'll network. Bring it under a umbrella name. And of course, this is the thought I had was we could have interlocking networks. So, okay, we got a Mega Man radio. We got Fringe Radio. Right. Uh, you're creating a brand new network, the Spirit Force Radio Network. And uh, what we do is, you remember how they used to have banner exchanges in the old days? And you have a oh, site. Yeah. Uh, what we do is we each create a banner, and then everybody who's part of this linking network, okay, so I'll put a spirit force on mine and a fringe radio, and then yours would have a fringe radio and a 
a Mega Man, and then Fringe would have a Spirit Force and a Mega Man, and whatever networks joined this group, it'd be like a big chain. We could get some cross promotion. But um, I like what you're doing, man. You've got one of the most exciting new podcasts to hit hit the scene because you're getting some amazing guests over there. Um, I'm telling you, I reach out to some of these people. They didn't even write me back. I'm thinking, man, uh, Michael is hooking it up over there. Um, what is your main website, Michael, where they go and they can catch the episodes? Where do people, we send them? Uh, the faithbus.com has on the very top, it's the Spirit Force podcast. And the way that people can find all of it is just go to Spirit Force podcast because that's basically it's going to be me and then I'll hand it to Holly Baglio or Aaron or others who might have something to share and then later put that show onto their specific feed if they want to do their shows. It's It's going to be more than I can handle, so I'm kind of just... It's been really good to have, for instance, Gerilyn has been running the Strange O'Clock. She's going to take a break for that, so, so I'm going to be hosting some of those shows solo. But um, now you know, none of us need to do everything, you know? I mean, it's like, why, why reinvent the wheel and why try to do everything all by ourselves, you know? Well, true, but we do need to cross-promote each other because um, uh, statistics are there's about 200,000-plus podcasts right now that's growing every day. It's getting huge. Everybody's doing yeah. podcasts. And it's getting more difficult um, uh, to reach an audience out there. Uh, so uh, cross-promotion is always a good thing. And um, I'm thinking you're bringing together this great crew. You know how they have, for example, have you heard of the International Association of Exorcists? It's uh, based out of Rome. <laughs> no. Okay. So... No, that's it's awesome. an association for exorcists worldwide. And then, of course, okay, cool. more what we would know is, uh, remember here the Watchmen conferences? They have those going oh, yeah. on? Yeah, I've been to one. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you know how they'll have this battery of guests? They'll have like 20 people come in over there. They have a network. Sure. You ought to consider doing the same thing in the world of podcasting. You know what? I think you could actually run some of these. You could have a big conference. Uh, and you've got some fresh, exciting new people. And, you know, th- think about a big meetup, and you bring in these same speakers that are doing the podcast to come in and do a program for you. Um, I mean, uh, be a guest speaker at one of these big events. This thing could be massive. What you're building is massive. Folks, you need to get behind Michael and uh, begin to go over there and grab these podcasts and share them everywhere you can. Uh, put a Mega Man in there, too. Help us uh, get the word out uh, because... We've been censored on these massive platforms like YouTube and even Facebook. And I've come back under some fresh channels, but um, I have to post stuff that's like uh, pre-Trump and pre-COVID or they'll you know swap me down again. But um, wow. aside from that, how do we get the word out? That's what I'm struggling to do right now is try to pick up some new listenership. And it's hard, especially with you know 200,000 podcasts now. But I think there's strength in numbers. And I like what you're doing. Michael, how do they support your ministry? Um, well, first of all, pray. And and uh, just to piggyback on what you just said really quick, too. Um, and, you know, we have PayPal, uh, spiritforce01 at gmail.com. Thank you, everybody that's contributed there. And Patreon on uh, facebooks.com are all the links. But um, on, on the note of networking, you know, it's like we have this concept that, oh, I've got to be number one or this is the number one network. Like, go to FringeRadioNetwork.com and you'll have some of Omega Man shows there. You'll have, you'll see mine. I'm the Spirit Wars on there. And, like, everybody is doing something different that needs to be done. And to, to just find your niche of, like, okay, this is what I have to bring to the table, you know, then go from there. And the military, you know, you go in and they give you these jobs. Well, it's like, what are you good at? What are you, or what are you passionate about? God won't force you to do something you hate all day, except to humble you and keep you humble and then keep you more humble and, and more humble. Uh, it'll break you. So whatever it is, choose humility. But um, the Fringe Radio Network, like these Gilbert House Fellowship, guys, we, the way to build up what you're doing is get out there, meet people, talk to people, promote other people. 
then they'll start to notice like, hey, who are you? I mean, I'm dang like going to InfoWars in my dreams and talking to everybody and it's like, yeah. oh, they're they're aware of the Spirit Force? Oh, cool, okay, cool. I mean, I don't need to be in competition with InfoWars. I don't wanna be InfoWars. I can't stand to look at the news all day. It's just so overwhelming. It just makes you wanna cry for mommy and go back to the blankie. And then you're like, oh wait, no, I need to be, I need to be intimate with God. I need to be just in the presence of God all the time so that when I do meet a Trump or a, or a big shot, I can bring them that presence of Jesus Christ, the manifestation of the knowledge of Christ in every place. So guys, this is a war and uh, hats off to Omega Man for carrying the torch for so long. Well, you know, I'm uh, only in for a few years. I'm already tired. Like, I'm like, man, I need to, like, you know, spread this around here. <laughs> well, bro, you are... Uh, this stuff ages you, you know? You're in turbo mode over there. You're doing a fantastic job. Don't quit. Keep it up. Uh, folks, what Michael is doing is yeah, really man. exciting. It's refreshing to see some uh, see some great podcasts like he's producing over there. I mean, I'm excited when I look and see what you're doing. And... Uh, Praise the Lord for you, brother. Uh, folks, there's eight, there's what, probably seven and a half billion people on the globe. Mike, I don't think we've scratched the surface. And I'm thinking, right. you know, how do we reach the other billions? I think it's going to be uh, beginning to uh, uh, do subtitles in some of these foreign languages. For example, I can look on the statistics on Podbean page and see that, you know, most of the listeners are coming from America. Then we've got some Canadian UK and Australia, and then just, you know, a little trickle in these other countries. The reason it's not in these other countries, they don't speak English. So, uh, you do a, a great program that's in the American market, well, we're, we're leaving billions of people off the table. So, those programs need to have subtitles in the, in the Japanese and Mandarin and Spanish, and then as somebody has budget, uh, dub them. And so, there's all kinds of room for expansion, man. And it's like, you know, Bruce Lee, the actor, uh, he did the Green Hornet series in closing, but when he tried to break into Hollywood, uh, he had a lot of roadblocks. So he had to leave America and go over to Hong Kong, and then that's where he made uh, Game of Death, Enter the Dragon, you know, Way of the Dragon, all that stuff, and became a uh, international superstar. And he had a, a special order in for Rolls Royce when he died, and some other things. And uh, the point I'm making here is sometimes we're too nearsighted. And we've got to we got to get out of the uh, the American loop and think more international, not leaving our English speakers right. behind. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is, that how do we reach the billions out there? You know, and I think it's uh, it's going into these foreign languages. Hey, in, in closing, I put my son in school three weeks ago, and praise okay. God, there's no LGBTQ over here in Asia uh, that's infiltrated the school. I don't have to worry about them cutting off his ball sack and turning him into a woman in school. You know, like they're doing in California. But uh, they wear uniforms, and you know what they're doing is they're teaching them foreign languages. Guess what they're teaching them over here? Mandarin, bro. I said, what? (laughs) Okay. Dude, they teach them Mandarin and English. So uh, what's that tell you? Uh, They believe China is going to take over the world, so we might as well learn how to speak in Mandarin. Anyway, uh, Michael, thank you for coming on. Again, faithbucks.com is where they go. Yes, sir. And thank you again for having me on and just uh, putting up with us. And we just putting so up proud with you, and, and humble at the same time to be able to work with you. And no, just, listen, we'll man. Do what we'll keep George burning, brother. Hey, the honor is the honor is mine. Uh, you uh, energize me to keep on going. Sometimes I think about just retiring and just um, go off into the sunset to the next uh, place. But uh, I'm hanging in there. And uh, I do have uh, something that I want to do in the next year. If God opens the door, on the Omega Man bucket list is I'm planning to go to Mount Sinai, and I want to climb the mountain and do a podcast. That's over in Jabal Al-Luz <laughs> and outside of Jeddah. Um, wow. People are going okay. over there and taking trips. So it's open. Mm. But has anybody done a podcast? I think there's Joel Richardson. I think he did broadcast. I think he did read the word from the mountaintop. But... um Maybe we need to go over there and camp out in Elijah's cave and do a um, a Spirit Wars Omega Man broadcast. <laughs> You're on, brother. Could you imagine? That'd be amazing. We might have an angel pop up over there. Um, we know. 
folks. That would be so cool. We're going to call. We're going to put this program up in the archives. Call it the Killer Stone. I saw a picture of this rock. Scary, and uh, thank you for breaking that story because uh, that's exciting. I just saw that today, and nobody's talking about it yet. So um, there we are. We'll put it up there. Uh, thank you, Michael, for coming on. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Okay, guys, watch out for those demon goddess devils. Pray. Okay, Absolutely. love you all. Bye-bye. It might be the woman who ran the beast. She's escaped the rock. See you soon. Okay. Uh, here we go. We're getting Michael on. Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you.